that's good enough, right? Yeah, it is. No, yeah, you're getting really close to the mic. I think that might be perfect because you can see over here how it uh, picks oh, up really well. The volume, okay. So why don't you go ahead and start this off? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, okay, so this is episode four of the Where I Grew Up To podcast, and I have to say that, check this out, you guys. Okay, who I have with me today is a very special person. Now, I, I've been following this person on Instagram for quite a while now, and uh, we met through Friends of Friends, and I hit her up after the first time I went on to the, the protest in downtown Los Angeles, and I said to her, I said, Hey, you down to roll with me to, you know, Hollywood to go to the protest? She, she was she was kind of on the fence about it at first. And she was like, Man, I, I don't know. I don't know if this is something that I would do, actually. You know, so she didn't know if she, it was something that she was into. But then afterwards, she was like, man, you know, this actually might be something that I want to definitely experience, you know, as, and to go in as a photographer. And she had no idea what photography is, you know, so I gave her a crash course on what what was on my camera, my digital camera, while I was shooting with the film camera, because anytime I go to these protests, I only carry one camera with me. So I gave her a crash course in the car. She was super excited when I picked her up. And uh, yeah, what'd you think about it so far? Well, I have to say, I'm really glad that I went. It was um, an eye-opening experience, not only for photography, but just the whole movement in general. Yeah, because I know at first you were like kind of scared to take photos of people. Yeah. You know, and I was like, she had a she had a wide angle lens on, on my, well, the, the lens that I have on my camera, it's a wide angle lens, it's a 24 millimeter lens. So you technically don't need to kind of put your eye in the viewfinder to get the, the actual shot. I mean, you could just shoot from the hip, so I taught her how to do that. So how'd you like that? Uh, I liked it. I liked it a lot. It was uh, different. I don't think your first time going into photography, you're shooting like uh, an event like that. So it was definitely uh, a lot uh, crazier than normal, I think. Than, nor nor than like going out to the woods and shooting a tree or something. You're <laughs> shooting uh, people very angry. I mean, what do you consider this being like a first date? Uh, it's going to be one for the books. If someone tells me what's the craziest first date you've ever been on, I will say um, the fact that I went to a protest and got gas. Yeah, we did. Face. Yeah, that was that was interesting because we were on Beverly and Melrose. Now, again, I thought it, that it was going to be completely over when 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 we arrived over there. I thought it was mm -hmm. going to be completely dead. Yeah. I didn't know it was going to be this crazy because I said to myself, I said the one on Spring Street, the one in downtown LA was the worst in my, in my personal opinion because I seen the one two days prior to it. I went to the first night. There weren't, the, the, the protesters were really not that aggressive. They just weren't. Now, the, the second night from what I seen on the freeway, you know, I said, okay, now people are just acting silly, going on the freeway, jumping on cars. Okay, something seems very like, undirectional here right now the third time which was downtown la holy shit i mean you saw the video what'd yeah. you think it looked like mayhem it looked crazy like that's why i was so on the fence about it because it seemed like a war zone like a mini war zone it definitely was you know when i went over there i didn't know what to expect and i was going in the middle of the crowd and yeah i mean people were looting people were throwing fucking chairs at and and just People had hammers and Molotov cocktails, and I'm like, holy shit, like, literally a fucking fire was ignited in front of me in a trash can, and they threw it at a fucking officer's car, and I'm, like, getting all this on fucking, uh, on, on camera, and I'm just so, like, 
So I have a question. So yeah. going from um, that night, the downtown LA that night, to the Beverly section, what did you think between the differences? The Beverly, the the actual the the actual protest over at the the what was it Beverly? No, it was Beverly and uh, Fairfax. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Fairfax. Holy shit, that was fucking intense. Now, remember when we went to go park there at first? Because we were looking for like, uh, we were coming down La Brea mm-hmm. and we were looking for like paid like paid parking or like use a meter. But then I found parking on a street called Oakwood. Now, <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to Oakwood in a second. This was a fucked up scenario, okay? So what was the cross streets? We just said La Brea and Oakwood, yeah. right? Okay, so... Because we parked our car there and we were so anxious to get to the mob, mm-hmm. we just th- said, I, and I just told her, I didn't even drop a pin. Next time we should just drop a fucking pin, yeah. you know, on our maps, like utilize technology. So we just said, okay, we're on Oakwood Street. Gone. Gone. Yeah. So we started going down Oakwood. We made a left on one of the small streets, like on, on Martell, and then we made a right on Beverly. We started going, walking down all Beverly. Now we just, we, we did see people walking all mm-hmm. up and down the streets, you know, with signs, but we didn't see it like a mob, like mm-hmm. an actual protest. Right. So we, th- I thought it was over. Right. So I did thought, I. So did I. I thought that was going to be like the worst of it. Just like people with, uh, in their cars, you know, shouting, honking. But then we get into the eye of it, I would say. I agree. The Once we went over on Beverly and Fairfax, holy motherfucking shit, you guys. Yeah. It was, it was level 10 intense. Like, it, was, it was fucking intense. Now, now, Leslie over here, she's never been in a fucking protest. Yeah. She's never been to a mob like this. I don't know. Is it, like in your life, mm-hmm. like the years you've been living on earth, like was this like one of the craziest things you've experienced in your life definitely yes because it it was it was scary it was once i saw everybody running and bullets being or you know the rubber bullets being uh shot i literally said to myself holy shit this is not a game this is not a game no not 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 that i go into it with the intentions of it is a game but it it really is a culture shock it's intimidating when the LAPD was coming down in those like suburbans and they're all mm-hmm. hanging out over there and they're pulling out the fucking uh, the beanbag rifles and the rubber bullets and the tear gas and mm-hmm. really holding on to that shit. But here's here here was the biggest problem with that is that this is what I took from it. You had peaceful protesters there, yeah. but then you had destructive mobs mm-hmm. over there. So it's it's a real fucked up situation because you do have your peaceful people there that want to protest and that are telling the other people to not. And then they're arguing with each other. It's like a civil thing. Yeah. You know, it's like people are just arguing with each other. So everybody went in a destructive path. So once, so I'll give you an example. So say like they're walking up close to LAPD and they're holding up the signs, no justice, no peace, black lives matter, right? Some motherfucker in the back throws a fucking firework at the officers, but who gets hit first? The person that's peaceful in the front of the fucking line. Yeah. That shit was intense. Yeah. It, you know? Yeah. And it, like, it became a war zone where even I, as a as a journalist, like I started getting like, fuck man, like this is not cool. Like don't shoot me, you know? Mm-hmm. Like don't shoot me. I'm just here for the photography. But I think it's because we're in a pool with all this like mixed up mob. And emotion. Mixed, and emotion and everything. Like, I think that's the risk of going in there and, and, and photo shooting. I honestly thought, Leslie, that you were going to just kind of say, fuck look, this. fuck this. Yeah. Let's go home right now. But no, I was like, all right, we got if we're here, we're going to do it. Yo, man, mind you, you guys, this is our first date. Now, 
I said to myself, and I assumed, you know, that she was just going to flake out on me last minute. No, <laughs> she did not flake out on me last minute. She's like, literally like, no, we're going to do this. We're going to make this happen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's also a very once in a lifetime um, opportunity because not every day um, do does a culture capture on camera some you know real horrific police brutality i think it goes on all the time but it doesn't get recorded like that and it's not and it, it doesn't get recorded that um disgustingly i don't know so yeah it, it, it makes sense as to why there's so much emotion behind this protest it, yeah it, it there really was th- there was a lot where even i like wanted to, i got so pissed off when i got hit with tear gas yeah so let me tell you guys what happened. It got so bad on Fairfax, right? So officers were coming in. Dude, it was like something out of Call of Duty. Yeah. It was like literally like they were coming in. They were aiming their fucking beanbag guns. And we're like, why the fuck are you aiming? I, I, people were asking that. I wanted to take the photo. I just didn't want to get hit. You know? Yeah, there was people that were doing graffiti and stuff like that. And I think they were more focused on that. Like the people that were vandalizing. The, they're, they're trying to look at somebody who's being attacked. Right. Um, but the thing is, is that... Again, when when the protesters came up front to LAPD, this is what this is what I saw that kind of like I'm like this is fucked up is that somebody in the back threw a fucking firework at LAPD and it popped and LAPD sh- shot the people that were in the front and I'm like right. And I get it that they're scared too. They're human beings too, but they're you know it, it was it's just a fucked up scenario it's, back to back. It seems like no one really knows what to do. Yeah, when, once like confronted with each other, you don't. Like, what do, what do what do they do? Exactly. What do, what do we do? And and. W- Speaking for myself is that, you know, and for for Leslie as well, is that we went there as photographer journalist to mm-hmm. document and she had the digital camera with me. She had she had the digital camera on her and I had the film camera, you know, and she was taking a ton of photos as I was taking a ton of photos as well. And there were some situations where I got up close. You know, remember I was like, hey, yeah. hold this. Dude, you were like, it was honestly like Chip and Dale or like Darkwing Duck. No, yeah. Dar- he doesn't have a sidekick, Darkwing Duck, does he? <laughs> It was it was like Batman and Batgirl. Yeah. That's what it was. It was like literally Batman and Batgirl, you know, but as journalist versions. So, again, we were on Beverly and Fairfax. We were walking up all the way fucking Fairfax. Out of all the places that they looted on Fairfax, one place, White Creamery. A, a fucking yogurt shop named White because it's called White Creamery and it's I guess they were saying that it wasn't black owned. People destroyed it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and that, that was really scary too because you yeah. saw like a mob go in there like, with no fucks given, breaking windows and just going full force into this little shop. And um, I, once that started happening, I saw Anthony go into uh, full photographer mode, went straight in there himself, and I was like, "Wow, this is we're getting." Yeah, I was the- actually on the outside just shooting the photos on like what's going in, yeah. you know, like what what people are doing inside this inside the shop. But we were walking up Fairfax, right? So um, let's rewind a little bit before we walked up Fairfax, because when we walked up to Fairfax, that's when we took the trip all the way down to Beverly Hills, right? Correct. Okay, let's go. Let's let's rewind a little bit. So we were on Beverly and Fairfax when everything just went completely fucking haywire, right? So we went onto the side streets, like on Gardner Street. We were on like Rosewood and Gardner. Um, and we were just trapped over there. So LAPD was boxing us in. All of a sudden, the sheriffs came. Holy shit. It's a, it's a different ball game when the deputy sheriffs came in. Yeah. They just were not fucking around. Yeah. You know, they had the fully automatic rubber bullet gun, you know, and 
people were just throwing shit, throwing shit at the sheriffs, you know, and the sheriffs didn't give no fuck and they hit tear gas at us. Dude, let me tell you something. I've been pepper sprayed before, but I've never been tear gassed. It, when I got tear gassed, I was like coughing. I was like profusely coughing and my eyes were watery as fuck. And there was a guy, that, there was a guy back there, spray, who needs spray, spray, spray. Do you need water? Like everybody was helping each other out. It was total community. Like yeah. I tripped out off that. I was like, dude, people like were saying, hey, do you need food? Do you need water? Do you need spray? Do you need this? You know, like. Which was really beautiful in the mix of it all. Cause there's so much emotion. There's so much, there's so many things going on. There's so much negativity. Um, that to see people lending out a hand with ice cream, with food, with water, that was beautiful to see. In, yeah, in it my was, opinion. It, w- it was really cool. You know, like positive protesters supporting other positive protesters. But again, man, you're you still, get, you're, you're you got writers. those. Ne- yeah. yeah get, you get the people get that. that are very destructive, you know? And here's the thing after we, after we started going through, I thought that Leslie was going to be like, fuck this. Let's go back to the car, you know? And she didn't, you know, I looked at her and I said, Hey, do you want to keep on going? She was totally down, dude. Let me tell you something out of all the relationships that I've had in my life. I've never met a woman that wants to go on a first date to a fucking protest that is turned into a mob that turned into a riot, And her and I are stuck in the middle of it. Like, seriously, if this was a movie, we were at the forefront taking pictures. God, Like, (laughs) I can't believe we did this. Yeah. So. On top of that, too, after being tear gassed and not knowing what's going on and standing out there for hours being boxed in, like, I felt like we were part of the protesters. 100%. Like, we were part of it. We were just meshed up with everybody else. Exactly. And we're just there to really document. There was, like, everybody was on their iPhones, but there was, like, two other photographers that really marched with us over Mm -hmm. to uh, the uh, Beverly Hills. So... When, when we were actually going up Fairfax, that, that was a long walk. We were walking up Fairfax all the way to Melrose. Yeah, it was all the way to Melrose. And then we made a left on Melrose and took Melrose all the way down. Yeah. Yeah. So we walked up all the way Fairfax and took a left on Melrose in the middle of the street. And we're m- marching to the middle of the street. And you just see people, right, vandalizing all the storefronts, the brick and mortar storefronts, the mom and pop storefronts, you know, just like writing what they have to graffiti on the wall, you know, and we're just there to document and take those photos. Right. And there were some, there were some people that were like, Hey man, we're not here for this. We're not here for this. This is not what we're trying to do. Those were the peaceful protesters. But then you have the ones that hold a a lot of aggression towards the, 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 towards cops. Yeah. Yeah. And we saw both of that. We saw both of that. And I felt like a lot of the positive protesters were there and they were holding up traffic and everything like this was a trip man they were holding up traffic for for everybody as the protest to walk and we're in the middle of it you know it was very organized surprisingly like i i I saw a lot of uh unity with the protesters yeah Yeah. i i did see i did see a lot of that as well you know and uh again you were going to get the people that that are just so that are just they just they're there for destructive purposes Mm -hmm. you know and then when we walked that was literally the longest, that was, li- that was literally the longest, longest, longest walk we've had in such a long time. <laughs> if someone were to tell me that my first date with you is going to be <laughs> going to a riot, a protest, and then walking that much, I would have been like, you're crazy. Yeah. but How far did, do you think we walked? So basically, I'm going to give it to you like this. We parked on Oakwood and La Brea, Okay. We walked from Oakwood and La Brea, and the end of the protest was on Rodeo fucking drive, right in front of the St. Laurent store. 
That was the end of the protest. Walking distance is about an hour and a half. That was walking distance. That's what I checked on the map. Mm-hmm. To get back was an hour and a half, right? Yeah. By car, 15 minutes. Isn't that a trip? Yeah. So we literally walked uphill going all the way on Melrose, going all the way to Beverly Hills. Once we hit Beverly Hills and we saw them vandalizing the Beverly Hills PD and they crossed out the Beverly Hills PD sign, yeah. I, I was like, yo, this is intense. I've never seen no shit like this in my life. Like motherfuckers just did not give a fuck. It definitely felt like a free-for-all. Like no one gave a shit and everyone was gonna go full force. Yeah, and we didn't see, when we were walking over to Beverly Hills, we didn't see any cops at that time. So then afterwards, once we got over to Rodeo, Mm -hmm. yeah, once we started going to where the storefronts were at in Rodeo, dude, it was vandalizing session. Motherfuckers were breaking glass and uh, vandalizing Mercedes Beverly Hills. I mean, everything was being completely vandalized. Yeah. Graffitied. There was gang members there. I mean, it was full... Force and then once we hit finally on Rodeo and all the sheriffs were there backed up with uh, Beverly Hills PD. I feel like most of these cops, like most of like LAPD, they always call the sheriffs. Like they need the sheriffs as backup. Mm-hmm. Like yo, y'all motherfuckers got to come through. Like and the sheriffs just did not give a fuck. You know. Tell them about the cars when we got to the end. The cop. Oh cars. yeah, so there was two Beverly Hills PD uh, cop cars and we saw it right in front of us where. Literally, somebody came through with a fucking wrench and destroyed the cars, graffitied the cars. They threw two fireworks in the car, setting the car on fire, like right in front of our eyes. Yeah. That shit was crazy. In Beverly fucking Hills. Yeah, just going from walking and then just hearing a loud bang in front of you, it it was... uh, Yeah, like hearing bangs, like hearing the bang of the fireworks and then also hearing the... um, the bang from the, the, the beanbag guns and the, the, you know, hearing the bang from the tear gas, like just hearing those like really pushed people back. And then there was people that when they heard that, they got really pissed off because again, you have the people that are peaceful and the people that are peaceful are starting to get pissed off and they're trying to ride back. So it's a, it's a catch 22, yeah. you know, it's a, it, it, it's a fucking problem. It's definitely a big problem. And, um, I, I just say that, at the end of it, we were just like, okay, cool. Like everybody's protesting in front of the sheriffs at Beverly Hills in Rodeo Drive, right there in the heart. I knew that shit was going to probably go haywire. So I told Leslie, I was like, hey, I think I got enough footage. I ran out of film. The mm-hmm. camera battery on the on the on our digital camera is dying out. So there's there's no reason why we're there. We're like, we're finished. We don't have any extra batteries or nothing. And our phone batteries are dying too. So we had to go make a walk back. We were going to actually call Uber. Like, in the middle of a fucking... Protest, riot. Protest, riot. We were going to call Uber, but then we were like, no, we have to walk it back. It's not that far. As we were walking it back... I would say this is the part that I actually got scared. I mean, the whole time was kind of, you know, on the edge of my seat, but this is when I actually was like, oh, shit, we we had to go back. Yeah, we were going going down on Beverly, huh? Mm -hmm. So we passed the Beverly Center, and we started seeing all the graffiti and everything. It wasn't starting at the Beverly Center. It was going down after the CVS. Mm -hmm. So it was after the CVS on Beverly and we were looking we thought that the CVS was open right it was not open it was being looted like a motherfucker I'm talking about mother like 
people were just coming in up in their cars popping their trunks and just you know going taking to town. everything yeah. from cvs and we just wanted to walk right by it because there was really a lot of destructive people and before that when we were walking down on beverly we saw helicopters in beverly we thought that it was over we thought that the protest was in beverly hills and we're getting away from it and we're going to go back to our car and everything was going to be fine fuck no Dude, we were fucking trapped. Right, right in the middle of. It was Beverly. It was fireworks going off in the middle of the street. Fireworks going off in the middle of the street. Uh, residents in that neighborhood are arguing with the protesters that are vandalizing the area. Like, yeah. like shit threat- was threatening them. Threatening with, yeah, with their dude. cars. It, it was very violent. It, it was a different scene from the protests going from that to being by our, kind of by ourselves in the middle of the street with these people who are purposely out to destruct. Um, yeah. yeah. Like in front of us, in front of our eyes, like when we were walking down on Beverly, like literally some like belligerent kid mm-hmm. came and like took Chuck, a swig. Yeah. He like basically, t- <laughs> yeah, he chugged a bottle of liquor and took a fucking hammer and started banging it on the fucking McDonald's window on Beverly and just started, and he couldn't break it. Right. Shout out to the McDonald's window on Beverly, man. That shit did not break. But when we were walking on Beverly, I never seen so much graffiti on Beverly. I could just imagine what Melrose looks like, you know? Like, yeah. I could just imagine what that what that looks like. Because we were on Beverly. We were at the fucking, the devil's fucking armpit. Yeah. yeah and yeah. as we were kept on walking down Beverly, I was... Our- well, the cops ended up coming down uh, because of these people who were... Uh, purposely trying to break shit it was very loud you could hear it from down the street the street itself was pretty quiet because there is no protesters there right so going walking down um if someone is trying to hit the mcdonald's it's loud so the police immediately came down and yeah it felt like we needed to run for ourselves yeah and mind you we were walking from beverly hills to beverly to like towards uh um back to la brea area back to la brea area i gotta tell you guys i was wearing nikes like i was wearing dickies also and i was wearing like nike janowskis and my feet were killing me it was really bad and then in between my legs too i like my pants because of the dickies i was getting like a like like, yeah yeah. it it really fucked fucked me up like i couldn't walk anymore it was so bad you know i should have wore sweats and like tennis shoes and this was not it man and i was like I was really stressing out a little bit. Yeah, I don't think we were both prepared to. Um, we were have, thirsty, like yeah. we were hungry, like it we was bad. Prepared. And we, no, we, we, we weren't. We thought we were going to go into a protest that was going to be, you know, pretty extreme. But this was a, another level of extreme. We didn't. We were so caught up in the moment that we walked an hour and a half away we, from probably our, a little bit more. Yeah. Because what happened is like we saw the street that our car was at. We saw the street, but the problem is, is that LAPD had it blocked off and we walked up to LAPD and said, excuse me, officer, we do journalistic work. Um, We're not with the actual protest or the mob. Can you pass us? Nope. Go the other way. Go the other way. And we're like, dude, come on, please. Like we need to get through, you know? Nope. Go the other way. Go the other way. And I'm like, and even if we were with the protests, I mean, all we want to do is just cross the street and it's, let's And not, to go home. Right. And to go home. But they were, because what they did is they announced a curfew at 8 p.m. Because mm-hmm. everybody was texting me and said, dude, you got to be careful. Right. They're announcing a curfew at 8 p.m. Right. And we started going over to, I'm like, fuck, okay, there has to be another way around this. We went around another street. One other street that we went around to. Another you know, block. Another block. Yeah. LAPD was like. Nope. Go back. Go back. You can't come this way. I'm like, officer, we do journalistic work. We need to get to our car. How do we get to Oakwood Street? 
How do we get to Oakwood? Because we need to be on Fairfax and Oak. Well, we need to, because we're coming from Beverly. We're passing Fairfax, right? We have to make a right on Fairfax and a left on Oakwood and go walk all the way down to La Brea. Dude. Well, finally, though, they uh, we walked down another street. And I was, like, tired. Yeah, no, he, we couldn't go anymore. Like, we were tired, thirsty. We couldn't go into any stores no, because this, they, were, they were being looted. So This was it. We went by the farmer's market. Mm-hmm. So we went by where the farmer's market is at, at the Grove, and it was completely hit up. Hit up. Like, I mean, you talk about every single gang hit up. Fuck LAPD all over the fucking place. Yeah. Fuck cops, FTP. I mean, you name it. Is 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 like the painter's got a lot of work to do. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a lot of work. A lot. A lot of fucking work. So we started walking down where the Grove was at because the officer said, yeah, Oakwood is down that way. You can pass that way. Mm-hmm. We're walking down. We're passing by. The streets are fucking empty. It's dark. It, you could smell the smoke in the air from the fire. Mm-hmm. You hear helicopters running, police sirens. Like, dude, we were there since... 2.30. Yeah, probably. Yeah, we were there till since 2.30. And what time was it that we... I don't even know. I feel like... I think time... it was like around like... Yeah, time was just not a thing. Like <laughs> yeah. we weren't even looking at time. We just wanted to get back to our destination. It was like a video game. It you really know? felt like that. I, I even questioned like, what is fucking reality at this point? Yeah, because like, it's like so... how do you get back home? Like, we want to get water. Like we were so fucking thirsty. And as we were walking down towards the farmer's market area, we can see... LAPD marching down the fucking street and we're and I was saying to myself fuck we're probably going to get attacked by this because it's curfew you know Mm -hmm. and like what's our what's our story going to be you know like I think they're just going to pick up everybody that's curfew you know so I was kind of worried about that so I didn't know I mean I assumed the positiveness about it like hey we're just there to take photos and get the fuck out finally we go down the street that the officer told us to go down to it was uh what was that street name called I can't remember Okay, so it was it was definitely it was where the grocery store Erwan was at. So right, it so have, it might have been like Grove or something like that. I don't it was know right behind. Like... It was right behind the Grove. Yes, mm-hmm. it was right behind the Grove. We had to cross the main street to get to Oakwood, right? And what do we see? Not only do we see LAPD marching down the street, we were blocked off by the Los Angeles uh, Sheriff's Department. Yeah. And I said to myself, I was, and I told her, I was like, Leslie, we can't go down here. There's no fucking way. She goes, no, we have to ask. We have to ask. I said, no, we're tr- fucking trapped in here. And I was getting so frustrated. She goes, no, we're going to ask. Mind you, we had probably walked down three quarter mile streets to just be told no each time. Dude, so we I can were, we feel were the blisters up. on my feet right now. We were now. fed up at this point. So I, I, I couldn't just turn away and not ask. So I said, I'm going to go ahead and ask and just, you know try my hardest to, you know, just get across the street because we, without crossing the street, you guys, we, we would have had to walk so much more. I couldn't do it anymore. And potentially be blocked, you know, continuously. Yeah. So, um, we, I went up to the, um, officers and I asked them, Hey, um, our car's right across the street. Can we please just cross? And luckily there was one guy that, you know, he shook his head and there was a lot, a lot of people, a lot of cops. Dude, we went over to an, we went over to a, 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 a like a barricade area mm-hmm. where Los Angeles sheriffs was at. And let me tell you, man, the sheriffs are a lot more intimidating. LAPD is intimidating. They don't give a shit about dude, you. They or, don't give a shit. Yeah. Not, not at, they yeah. didn't, no fucking way. And when we walked up to the sheriffs, Leslie over here walked up, said, oh, excuse me. 
officer? She said, officer. I said, no, say deputy. Don't say officer. <laughs> She's like, excuse me, deputy. Hi, we're journalists and we just need to, we live. We didn't say we parked our car. Oh, yeah. we, we're like, we live across the street and we can't get out. LAPD is giving us the runaround and, you know, we just need to cross the street and everything's blocked off. The sheriff paused and they looked at each other and mm-hmm. there was one sheriff that said, follow me, you guys follow me and then right when we were crossing the street all the sheriffs were looking at us like Mm -hmm. who the fuck are these people right you know like they were like really staring at us dude they had like it was intense yeah it it felt you could feel it you could feel it they look at us and they immediately think that we're there to say fuck you to your face yeah and they're they were they were getting shit thrown at them when we were crossing the street with the sheriff with the with the deputy and they were getting like the fireworks thrown at them and everything and you can hear them like tearing gas the street Dude, these rioters gave no fucks. Yeah. yeah. You know, they, they just did not give any fuck at all for anything, you know? And, like, they barricaded that street. And we finally made it through. Yeah. We yeah. finally made it through. And then we had to do another long walk through the um, the Orthodox Jewish community. And that's how we knew we were at the right place. Because I even was questioning, are you sure that we parked here? Are you sure that we parked here? She goes, I knew that Leslie... This is how much... How so down she is. She goes... I knew when I looked at her, she didn't know, but she goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that it's down here. Like she was so, you're fucking amazing, yo. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I had a feeling, so I, we, I just had to go with that feeling or else what, what would we have done? Given up? Exactly. You were about to give up. I feel like. I just wanted to sit down and go knock on someone's door and play. Please give me water. Yeah. Please give me water. We were so thirsty and we're carrying camera gear on us and we were just dying. It was. It was not easy. No, it was definitely not easy at all. It was, it was very difficult. And that was probably one of the biggest challenges I've ever had in my life. Like that was, that's fucking intense, man. Yeah. Like from walking from Beverly Hills back to fucking. So Lafayette. like much, much respect to those protesters because they're doing this out of, uh, out of, you know, what they believe. So the fact that they're going through the same exact thing and we're doing it because we want to, you know, document this. It's uh, it takes a lot of, a lot of courage. It really does. Yeah. It's a peaceful protest. Yeah. It just fucked up because. Again, you had that one belligerent individual that wants to fucking start shit. And the people that get hurt are the innocent people. Like, dude, there was a guy standing in front of the police with his hands up talking about peace and does not want to do this, like protest peacefully. And the cops shot at him. I was tripping. I was like, yo, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it makes sense as to why people are pissed off. Like I would be pissed off too. And at one point when we were barricaded in that neighborhood, um, you know how you said there was a lot of people with their phones out. Yeah. I feel like there at one point, nobody had their phones out because they were so you know, invested and emotionally trying to like get their point across, which is, it was just very passionate. I felt a lot of passion in there. Yeah, there was, there was a lot of people that were doing it in the more positive, the positive light to do mm-hmm. the protesting as far as your first amendment right to do. And a but lot of people that again, were, again, wanted riot. I, I know, I know a lot of officers out there that are like, man, why are these people doing this? Like, we don't want to do this. Like, I, I'll be honest with you. As far as like, I want to see the cynical shit happen all the time. I prefer a gang stop with somebody getting detained because I feel like there's more of an art to it in my cynical vision. But this shit is just another fucking level. Like I wasn't expecting it like this. And you can't, not every single officer is the exact same way. Everybody has a different heart. Everybody has a different persona. 
there's some officers that probably get excited off this shit. A hundred percent. They get excited. They get, they get, they get, they get off by this shit. Oh, you mean it's, and I could see it. I could see it. This is and probably then, why they signed up. Yeah. So they can get off to this shit. Yeah. And then I see some officers that are like, man, you guys, come on, leave, go. Like, yeah. don't do this shit. You know what I mean? Like, go. Kind of like the deputy who let us cross the street. Yeah. He was one that showed compassion and, em- and, and empathy. E- empathy towards us, you know? And there was, there was some people that were out there that were, that were cool like that. Like I got up close, you guys, to LAPD and I got up close to the sheriffs and i spoken with them and i could see it in their eyes they did not want to be there yeah it, when i was walking by i would see a lot of you know officers with you know hispanic last names and i'm just thinking to myself like it's our own people you know it's hard it's a tough situation it, it is really a tough is. situation really you know is. and they have to make that call to protect the businesses to protect uh, other you know because say if somebody's living there in that in that area they're trying to just basically protect that you know but people have different views on everything i mean right, there's multiple right. different views some people are like well eat fuck the rich yeah well you know what i'm lower middle class i'm not rich at all you know like i yeah. want to be rich one day right. you know if I like wasn't we that don't one percent that'd be nice but that's not the case and I understand why people say that. I get the emotion. I understand why yeah. people feel the way they feel and I why get it they, too. they back their ideology. I'll tell you, a lot of officers don't live in those areas. A lot of cops do not live in those areas. So it, it was kind of... I'm trying to find the right word for it. But it's, it's hard to see your own class kind of get the, the yeah, shit end of the stick Yeah, because it. I know a lot of officers that live in apartments, that live in condos, you know, yeah. some live in houses. They're not you know, the 1%. They're, they're not the 1%. No fucking way. And it's like we're... I don't want to say we're because we weren't a part of that protest. We weren't a part of that mob. It was just just kind of documenting it and seeing it from that light. We were just like, damn, dude, this is like some really fucked up shit. L.A... Beverly Hills PD did not want to probably destroy their day off for this. They were not getting a high from this. I could just see it in their eyes. They just yeah. did not want this to happen. And even the deputies too are like, dude, they did not want this to happen. Maybe some of them were getting a kick out of it. They're gung ho, but there's a lot of them that just did not want to do it. Yeah, they're getting paid. Like, think about it, you guys. They're getting overtime and they're getting paid. So you're doing them a favor. Ah, oh, man, you know, so it's like- it, and it's really hard because, you know, I'm sure a lot of these officers feel the same way that we do. They feel the same way when they see that video. They feel just as emotional. About I, of course it. they do. Of course they feel. I mean, they put a public statement out there, you know, showing on how on on how they felt about that. You know, and they even they even in, endorsed not they basically stated, you know, hey, you want to go protest, go protest peacefully. That's your right. Yeah. Go pro- protest peacefully. You know, and people, you know, you get that one bad apple that wants to start some shit. Well, just like that cop, right? He was one bad apple, one of many out Mm -hmm. there. And I get it. I don't want, I mean, I can only speak for myself when I say this. I I really do understand why people do what they do. I get it. I get it. I really, really do. After you saw that. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I I just, I get that a lot of people run off of emotion, you know, and sometimes you don't think, you know, logistically and you think this is the only way. And, you know, in some cases it might be the only way. It's just really hard to see um, there. Not everybody is the same as far as not everybody's racist. Not every cop is racist. You know, there is a lot of good cops. And I know that's not what people want to hear. Everyone wants to say, Fuck. but it's but but it, it's it, it's true though because from what I've documented, from what I've documented as far as my day to day basis, and with two other photographers that are in LA that document LAPD also, we were we're again we're looking for the old school 
you know, grab you out your car, throw you out of your car, put you in handcuffs. We don't find that shit. Not in LA. I mean, I don't, I don't think, I don't see it. I mean, I definitely don't see it. Not saying that it doesn't happen. I'm sure it does. And I'm sure half of the time it, it never gets documented. So I'm sure it does happen, but a lot of the times it doesn't. I mean, there's cameras everywhere, really. You yeah. know, like everybody has a phone, everybody has a camera, you know? So it's like, but for me, for what, what I've been doing lately, it's like, I, this was... Uh, it's also hard for me to see. Sometimes I don't see the badge just only. I see mothers and fathers and, you know, husbands and wives out there that are scared. I see absolutely. The, I see the, the look on their faces and they're just as scared because it's out of their control. Look, I mean, overall... There are bad cops. A hundred percent. There are bad people. A hundred percent. I mean, there's, it's just, that's just the way it is. You know, you just, we just got to figure out a way to do better. And I know that people get into the more political part of it mm-hmm. about defunding the the police and stuff like that. Now I can't, I can't dwell in that topic because I'm kind of unfamiliar by it, but right, right, I'm right. just looking at it from more of the, the, the humanitarian purposes. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're all human. We're all on the same page. Even if you don't agree with somebody, that doesn't mean that you have to fight them. You know, we can live in a world where we disagree. I think the problem comes from when there's hatred behind that ideology, which there is, as we saw in that video. And and by the way, this is coming from two people over here that live. Well, here's the thing. For me, being born and raised in MacArthur Park in downtown Los Angeles on 6 and Bonnie Bray, I know what it's like growing up disliking and hating the police because that's basically the stigma in that area, you know. And for you being in the um, Canoga Park area, you like it's funny when I picked her up on the first date, she lives in one of the hardest (laughs) gang affiliated neighborhoods ever. Like literally they have a armed security guard walking in the alleys in where she lives at. So we're not we're we're not privileged people at all all. yeah i'm definitely not privileged but and i'm happy about it because it makes me who i am yeah exactly and it's just we just have an we just have an an insight to it it's not like we are coming from freaking stevenson's ranch and like want to go document this no like we're actually coming from the ground up to do this and we're putting ourselves in, in in danger's way to get the image to get the footage and to something to to talk about our experiences from that like dude we could have just stayed home or we could have just like walked back to the car but no we got the footage we were there we took the tear gas we were getting hit by fucking rubber bullets you know like the it was just all kinds of shit that was happening to us and you know we walked back and like our legs i, I could still feel the pain in my legs i've never felt pain like this in, in my life i don't think i'm going to be doing any physical activity for a very long time <laughs> <laughs> it's a trip i'm telling you it is a trip and i gotta give it to you man like for for being a girl that is so pretty like you are amazingly pretty and for you to come out on the first date to a, a protest to take photos with me damn I, ladies <laughs> take some pointers please because well i'm glad that i did and in a way i almost did it you know you know for myself i wanted to see, i wanted to be a part part of history because this shit doesn't happen all the time no this is not going to happen all the time when I, was the last time this happened at this magnitude i think in 2016 I, I, there were some riots yeah there was some riots not that long ago but n- nothing uh, that adds up to this yeah n- uh, nothing like the rodney king riots no definitely not that i mean that was a different time a different generation right, there was right, right, more right. There was just way different back then. This is a little bit more controlled because now everybody has a phone. Right. Things are more structured. 
a little bit. Yeah. yeah. You know, back then it was, that was at gang banging at its peak too. You know, like you saw little gangsters come out here and there, you know, but it wasn't like, like it was in the nineties. No motherfucking way. It wasn't like that. Yeah. I feel like there's more, you know, youth out there yeah. youth to, you know, videotape everything to be a part of the action. There, there was, you know, another thing that I noticed too, is that there was, we got, you guys check this out. We came to a point when we were walking over to Beverly Hills where people didn't know where to go. Like there was no leadership. Mm -hmm. And did you notice that? Mm -hmm. There was like no leadership at all. Yeah. Like everybody was like so scared. They were like, well, what do we do? Where do we go? Where's the leadership? You know? And. Yeah, it was intense. It was pretty, it was pretty trippy. Like there was nobody and somebody had to take forefront and say, we got to push forward. We got to push forward. And people had to follow. Dude, I'm telling you, it's kind of like the same thing with, with policing, you know, yeah. with policing, you have somebody that you have to report to. You have your leader. What do you think about um, the fact that they, instead of like looting and destroying um, businesses that are in downtown LA, that they went to the rich area? What do you think about that? I mean, I I'm not, I'm not. I'm not one to say, hey, go do this, go vandalize this. It looks good on camera. <laughs> it definitely looks good on camera. Again, as cynical as I want to take the photos, it definitely right. looks good on camera. Would I go tell somebody, hey, go hit that up, go do that? No, no I wouldn't at, at antagonize. If you want to do that, that's that's what you want to do. You're making those decisions. I'm, Jer I'm there just to document. As journalists, we're there just to document and just basically take in what we see and, and share it to the world out there for the people that cannot go out there for the people that might have families and kids that and cannot go out that, there just in history too. Yeah, that too. I don't know. I get a kick off this shit. Yeah. Cause it's not going to happen again. I mean, who, I mean, let's hope it doesn't happen again. I'm, I'm hoping. I mean, today's changes. Sunday, today's Sunday. So anything can happen today on Sunday. I mean, yes, but I hope another incident you know, doesn't happen that we, it gets to this point. Cause I think people are really fucking tired. I agree. Yeah. People are tired. I agree. Um, I think people are tired by it. You know, definitely. Let's see what's going on on in the actual news as well. I'm curious to see what's going on and yeah, pull up something. Yeah. There has to be something right now going on, you know, cause every moment there's always something completely new you know, um, going on in, into the world right now. Okay, so it looks like all we're seeing right now is pictures from what happened yesterday. There's some pretty wow. intense photos on what's going on yesterday from what we're seeing. There's some pretty intense shit. And uh, yeah, we're seeing a lot of it over here on our end. Let's see on Twitter. The little girl really fucked me up. Yeah. That was yeah, that pretty. That was horrible. So there was a video online servicing Going Seattle, around, Washington. Yeah, of a little girl that got um, what not mace, tear gas. Tear gas. Yeah, she got hit with tear gas, and it was a pretty frightening sight, dude, to see that shit. Like, that would make any parent like if that was my kid. Number one, I wouldn't even bring my kid to a protest, but I can see how that would definitely piss off. Now, again, I don't know the narrative to the story. Is it somebody right. that was passing through? Because people are like, people automatically assume, you know, don't why would you bring kid, kid to yeah. a protest? Dude, these protests are happening in suburb suburbia. How do you know it's not a person that just got trapped in it? Maybe he's trying to escape. You, you don't know, know that. You don't but know. people are quick to fucking judge and assume. They're just, what is he doing bringing a kid to a protest? What is he doing? How do you know he's bringing a kid to a protest? Maybe he maybe he doesn't own a car and he has to go get his kid some water or something like that. That's what pisses me off with a lot of people is when they get the narrative so fucked up. It's all the clickbait. It's you see the headline, you see the story, and you think that, you know, oh, wow, these people brought their kids to a protest and that's what they get. That's what they deserve. What do you no, expect? But no. it's like, no. 
No, you never know the story. You don't know the story behind it. Yeah, it could have been a protester that brought his kid. Well, he's a dumb fuck for doing that. Right. But maybe it was a, a parent that his car, their car got trapped and stuff like that. Like, you don't know the whole story. All I know is I saw a little girl get tear gassed and that shit really fucked me up. And that would piss off anybody. Now, if I was a father, like this is this is playing devil's advocate. If I was a father, what would I have done? You know, and, that, and I would say I was walking to the store and I got tear gassed and I saw my little girl tear gassed. Oh boy. <sighs> Even, even, yeah, that's a tough situation. Like, would you go over there and fucking attack the cop? Would you go over and make it worse? Would you, would you just like, you know, they were spraying her face, pouring milk on her face. It was fucking crazy, dude. That yeah. shit was intense. It really shows you where America's at right now um, with this shit. And you said something really good when we, when you first saw that video, you said you don't know if they went there to peace, to, to peaceful protests. Like, you don't know that. So if they did go there to peaceful protests, in, in a way that is their right, you know, that's the other side to it. I mean, me personally, I would never bring, you know, a kid to that. If I were, I Nobody would make... Nobody would. Nobody would I mean, that. I would make sure that it is far away, but you are running the risk bringing children around this. When, when we were walking over to Beverly and we saw a lot of kids from the Orthodox Jewish community um, over in Hancock Park, I think that's still considered Hancock Park. Well, it's... It's a little past it, I believe, but you could see that all the kids in that neighborhood were staying home. They were not, they were like in their front yard. Yeah. Yeah. They wanted to see what's going on, but they're not, you know, in the mix, obviously. So we just got news right now on Sunday, May 31st, uh, LAPD just posted up a citywide curfew will again be in place tonight at 8 PM tonight until 5:30 AM Monday. All residents must stay home indoors and off the streets. Definitely, I'm not going out tonight. Yeah, no, I think that walk just like kicked our ass. It's it's very emotional too. I feel like if anybody went to the protest, like, how do you feel after? Do you feel emotional about it? I mean, I'm I can only assume that you do, but it's it's not just emotional, but emotionally draining. It's it's a lot. It's yeah, a lot. it is. It is. God, you know, just reading the subtweets in the comments. Uh, it's it's pretty interesting right now. But yeah, it looks like they're, they're... I feel like there's a definite... It's very black and white. There's two sides. Yeah, there is. Yeah. It's, a, it's, definitely, it's definitely a trip seeing all this, you know? Oh, man, the, the mayor of L.A. and uh, the, chief of, uh, the chief of LAPD looks like they're speaking about the public safety and pro they're probably just reiterating, stating that... Um, that they're just going to keep a uh, a curfew at 8 p.m. I don't think the protests are going to go on today. I'm not too sure if they are. I think yesterday was the peak of it. Yeah, I think yesterday was definitely the peak of it for sure. You know, and uh, I think I'm just going to take a complete day off and you know from going out we, and shooting. I think we deserve it. <laughs> yeah, from yesterday, big time, big time. Oh, there was another part too. Let's rewind a little bit. There was a part where I lost you a couple times. Oh yeah. So I told her, I told Leslie, I was like, Leslie, look, because this is her first time being out here. So she doesn't know what to expect. She's unfamiliar with the streets of L.A. Yeah. Doesn't it doesn't know it, you know. So she basically she basically I basically told her, I was like, stick by my side. Here's little Leslie taking photos, looking in the viewfinder. She, how tall are you? Five one? I'm five, just five. Yeah, five feet tall, right? <laughs> and she's like taking photos, just like looking and taking photos and taking photos. And I'm like, Leslie, stick by me, stick by me. She goes, okay, okay, with her like cute little mask on and everything. And she has like such a feminine walk. It's so cute, you know? And w the first time, um, w which was the first time you got lost? 
Uh, at one, I mean, I got, you know, I was behind you the whole time I saw you, even though you had to go do your thing. You had to get to the very front. So but you, I, you had to mob a little bit more ahead of me. Yeah, I did. But like, I would give you a game plan, like stand Same, here, right. don't move, you know? I think the one time that I really, really, cause I always had eyes on you, but the one time that I got really lost was one of those flashbangs or. Yeah. In Beverly Hills. Yeah. In Beverly Hills. When they were throwing, they were throwing, they were throwing flashbangs or they were throwing some kind of fireworks and the officer's car in the middle of the street on Rodeo yeah. and I turned around it's like losing a child <laughs> asshole it really, it really felt like that I, I felt like where's my parent like yo I, <laughs> I had a FaceTimer and I'm like I'm like Leslie I'm over here on the corner I'm over here on the corner she goes where where I'm like look behind the officer's car that's blown up I'm behind that car mind you he is the only one that close to the officer's car there's not a lot of people so I can see him but for a, a split second I, I really lost you I got really fucking close yeah I got insanely close where I was like you know what I'll take another rubber bullet to get this fucking photo I'll take a rubber bullet for it and uh well was it worth it it was totally fucking worth it. Yeah. And then afterwards, we, you know, while they were protest, we just said, we, we're going, we're going, we're going back. And just looking at the park and Beverly Hills and seeing it completely vandalized. Yo, there's people. What about the shot that you got of the girl hitting up the Beverly sign? That was fucking intense. Yeah. Where she wrote ACAB on, on underneath the Beverly Hills the fucking sign. sign. The sign. That's epic. to me yeah we you know witnessing it like you know watching the girl walk up to it with so much like such an enthusiasm was really intense it felt like something straight out of a movie and it's not something that everybody gets to experience or witness but yeah yeah that i mean so would you uh would you do this again uh yeah i actually would i 100 percent would i think it shows people a really good um, outlook as to how people feel, you know? And, you know, a lot of people are, you know, very, very emotional, like what I said about it. So it, it's good to see all aspect, aspects of it, I feel like. Yeah, it's um, it, just seeing the internet is just intense, like the way people are arguing. And, and you know what's funny to me, too, is that people are coming at me for my throats and saying, bro, I thought... You said that this was going to be a weak protest. You, you know what I'm saying? Like there's people out there that talk that shit. I'm like, dude, I'm basically documenting what I see. The first night of the protest was not as bad. Right. They went over to City Hall. They wrote 1312 ACAB on City Hall. I thought that wasn't like, I thought that was like, whoa, that's some pretty crazy shit. But I didn't see a mob of people. Like I even asked officers. I'm like, where's the mob at? They said, oh, there's like about 20 people left and it's, it's already over. I'm like, it's 1030 at night and it's already over. I'm like, okay, I guess. Yeah. Next night happened, right? And then the, the next night was... That's when uh, you got shot with the rubber bullet. And no, the yeah. next night was... The next day was when they went again. And it was like a bunch of like... You could tell them like they're like little hipsters. Mm-hmm. You know, they weren't really doing much. They like pushed over the gate a little bit, you know, but they weren't really aggressive, you know? And that's when I called up Mike, man, this is like the kids meal version of protesting, <laughs> you know, or ag- aggression, ag- aggressionists. I don't know if that's a word, but... <laughs> You know, I was like, this is the kid's meal version because it didn't look that bad. And I said, man, I'm not going to waste my time out there. Like, I'm looking for some crazier shit, you know? Then I said, then my buddy hits me up. He's like, dude, you got to go to um, 7th and Figueroa. It's really going down in in uh, downtown LA. I said, 
okay, let me go check this out. You know, I was going to literally sit at home, Leslie, and not fucking go out. I literally drove all the way down there, right? Parked down there. I went on Instagram Live. My Instagram Live blew the fuck up. It blew the fuck up. They said, whoa, still Brazy's there. He's still in the, he's in the mix, you know? He's like right there, you know? And then afterwards, uh, uh, I started taking photos, but I was, here's the biggest problem. I was taking photos with a film camera, and some of those photos didn't come out properly. Yeah, that was kind of... Uh, some of them did. There was, there was a couple of them that are real heaters, but there were some of them that I'm like, fuck, dude. Like Now I know why you have to have a digital camera with you in situations like this or mm-hmm. know what you're doing. Like I said to myself, I was like, I have a film camera with a flash on it, and the flash wasn't going off, and I'm like tripping. Like, what the fuck is wrong with my camera? Yeah. I was tripping. And if you don't get the shot, it makes like the trip kind of somewhat pointless. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I, I pulled out my phone and my phone battery was dying. I'm like, dude, this is intense. I, I, I could have gotten more footage on Spring and Six because like, everybody was walking down Spring Street, you know, and I was just on Instagram Live and I put together what I can find from my phone. Mm-hmm. And that video blew up. It's like at 30,000 views right now, you know, and uh it's it that video definitely blew up. It's a five minute video. It's the first five minute video that I got over thirty thousand. Usually minute videos get the most And I feel like that is like the tip of the iceberg from what we saw yesterday. Like yesterday is when it really fucking yeah, went to yesterday like, was the fucking Titanic sinking. Yeah. It, so it felt like a mini war so, zone. so I Leslie hits me up, right? And she goes, Dude, that was intense. Like well, I saw you on live a little bit, but that was really intense in like what you did. And I was like I FaceTimed her, right? Because this is like a girl that I got a crush on, but I don't want to like consistently blow her up and everything like that. So I'm like, all right, cool. So I FaceTimed her and we just started talking. And I said to her, I said, hey, tomorrow, you down to come with me to a protest? You know, to go document? She's like, she thought about it and she was like. I was on the fence. I was on the fence. I was like, oh. No, you were not on the fence. You were, t- I, I could read it. You were totally down. I mean, the thing is, I just know the the importance of this. So I really, I really wanted it to experience it for myself. I thought you were going to flake out on me last minute and be like. I was. I was going to. <laughs> Oh my God, you're one of those. I, I was going to hit him up with, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't I don't think I can. I feel like you were already on your way to my house before I even said yes, for sure. I was definitely, you know, yeah, it was funny because I was definitely on your way to your house. You were, I was, you? I was. You were like, I'm already, I'm like t- 20 minutes away and I'm like, what? No, you asked me, you said, you said, how far are you? I said, uh, uh, I said, I'm about a good 20 minutes away. Yeah. You know, you were like, okay, cool. I'm going to get ready. I was like, dude, just... Put on comfortable gear and the irony, talk about comfortable gear. I was like in uncomfortable gear, Nike Janowskis and Dickies. I have these um, vans with this giant platform on, which I feel like it looked very combat-ish. <laughs> but no. maybe not the best no. gear. Like, Sweatpants and, and tennis shoes. And you got to carry a backpack with water on you as a journalist if you're going to go in the middle of these protests to document yeah. water. And we have to have like rechargeable batteries and we got to fucking... Wh- and some snacks maybe. Snacks, yeah. yeah, dude. That was intense. Like we went... Wh- I don't even know how long. We're, but we were out there for hours we were from, we without were from, water, without snacks. From 2.30, we got back to our car at 9 o'clock. Mm-hmm. It was like 8.49. Yeah, no, it was like, no, it was a little bit further than that. And both of us didn't eat anything the whole day. Nothing. We didn't eat anything the whole day because we thought that we were going to go to something really quick and go get Chick-fil-A. Mm-hmm. We, that, literally, <laughs> that's what out. the, or in and out Yeah, we were going to go get fucking in and out And that's what we thought the plan was. Mm-hmm. But no, dude, we were fucking trapped. 
Yeah, we were trapped and you get kind of caught up in the moment of everything and you just say, okay, well, this is definitely way more than what we thought. So time to kind of strap on the boots and yeah. go in. Yeah, I agree. That shit was fucking intense. And <sighs> yeah, even when, we, <laughs> when we got into the car, I turned on the AC down to like 61 and like that's i think that's as low as it goes in the car and i put it on full blast windows down windows down we were sweating we were so relieved we were so happy we were looking for like a 7-Eleven to go through, but completely Hollywood. Everything was shut down. Dude, 8 o'clock. I'm talking about all businesses were shut the fuck down. Mm-hmm. Everything is shut the fuck down. So if you're going to be out there at 8, 8, a.m., at 8 p.m., it's all shut down. Yeah, you have no business. You really. have no um, business. Unless you're rioting or yeah. protesting. I don't even think they're going to go out there and do it like this, like today. They might go. They might. I'm not too sure on how it's going to be. They might go out there, but I don't think it's going to be this intense. I don't think so either. I mean, I feel like the world needs a break. Everything on, I mean, I want to say that, but I don't, at the same time, I don't want to say that because people, it's not the world that needs a break. It's, you know, like we we just, we just got what we got, you know, and that's it. Like I can't walk. Yeah. Yeah, It's fucked up. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of people are feeling the same way. And a lot of people, a lot of people have been arrested too. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of people that have been arrested, detained and charged and, Dude, that's fucking intense. Yeah. It's a it's a real it's a real intense time in Los Angeles right now. And I see people arguing with each other on Twitter. I see people arguing on my Instagram. I can't there's no way that I can do anything right, you know? It's like Yeah, it's really sad it when you think about it, because we're all human. When you really, really think about it, we really are all human. And I feel like if someone um doesn't agree with someone's ideologies, their beliefs they automatically want to put the defense up. But that's not how it should be. You should want to put your defense down and listen to the other side. You know, listening is really important when it comes to arguing. And a lot of people can't do that. Why? Because they, when they fear, they, they hate, they don't listen. Um, so it, it's a very difficult time for a lot of people because there is a lot of people that are like, hey, like this isn't the way to take care of it. You know, this isn't the way to do it. But there's a lot of people who are fed up. And I understand both sides. I 100%. I really understand both sides. So it's a it's a weird, challenging time. I wish, I hope people don't, you know, vandalize their own communities. I think that's really sad when you see that, you know. But vandalize the, the rich community? <laughs> I mean, it looks I, I, good on camera. I mean, <laughs> I'm not saying vandalize anything, but it, it, it's. I feel like it's a little bit more heartbreaking because it, it's hard when it's, you know, your own communities and it's already poor as is sometimes. I agree. I agree. I mean, we're, I'm used to seeing the, the gang writing on the walls every single, every single fucking time and being painted over and over. But when do you see, like... I mean, sh- like, when do you see kill cops on on on, on, on like Rodeo Drive? Yeah, and big ass freaking Southside Thirty Eighth Street hit up. You know, like that's fucking intense, man. Like I seen gangs like Bloods and Crips and Essays like hit up everywhere, man. And I like, mean, the more cynical side of me feels a little bit better when it's in a richer neighborhood. Yo, but I mean, that's I mean, I have to be fair. I mean, yeah. if I don't think it should be vandalized in a you know poor community, I think I have to be I, fair. And I'm just say, I'm just curious to see like. Dude, I, I got. I mean, I'm looking at the picture right now and seeing Beverly Hills Police Department crossed out. Like you'll never see that again. I'll never see that again. And like you could see the guy with the spray can and the bandana on his face. Oh my god! Like I got some pretty fucking intense photos. Yeah, I got some pretty fucking intense photos. Like yeah, the and with an intense experience to go behind it. <laughs> exactly. 
Oh, man. Well. The pizza was good last night, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we got pizza at, at the end of the night. We said, you know what? We're going to fucking pig out right. like a motherfucker. So we just we, we just got pizza, and we just we devoured it and just knocked the fuck out. Like, we were, we were fucking done. It yeah. was, I was over with it. I was done. Me too. I was, I was, I was completely, I almost feel like you get numb to it. Yeah. We did get numb to it when we were walking back to the car. I was <laughs> yeah, numb. Like I, was, I yeah. could, it was, it, yeah. It was. When we were in the car, it's such a sight to see, you know, like these SWAT teams driving by, you know, police no, they car. Uh, not SWAT. Not SWAT. Yeah, because I got that confused one time and somebody correct me. It's just officers in riot gear. Excuse me. Yeah. Officers in riot gear. I would believe that SWAT would have been down there. They probably were down there too. We just didn't see them, but they were definitely officers in, in, in riot gear. Yeah. But like driving in the car after experiencing all that, we were, I was at a point where I felt numb, but just like seeing these officers go down, you know, the streets yeah. and then all the smoke, it looked like a war zone when you're driving down. And it, the fact that we felt numb to that. Yeah. Sick. There was more people coming down and like when we were walking back home, there was people asking us where the mob was at. We're like, dude, everything's behind us. You know, like people were like energetic and wanting to go to the mob and just, I guess, cause destruction. And I'm just like, dude, I just, we just want to get the fuck out. Yeah. And we did. Yeah. Walking through Beverly was probably the worst. Yeah. Like my, my points right now would say getting tear gassed on Gardner and um, getting tear gassed on Gardner and Beverly and then going to Rodeo Drive and walking back. It was interesting walking through a day or drive and it was completely empty. Like there was no cars. It was like a ghost town. It felt creepy. It felt really weird. It felt like at any time someone can just. Yeah, it was weird. It was just the helicopter following us. You know, that the, the, the sheriff's helicopter. What well, not in, following us. Well, no, it was following the, the, the group. Yeah. yeah, it was following the group. Oh, and there was, when we were walking down the first time. When we were walking over towards Beverly Hills, uh, yeah, when, when everybody was mobbing over to Beverly Hills, mm -hmm. to Rodeo Drive, because they wanted to go to Rodeo Drive and protest, yeah. you know? And it just seemed like a lot of the people in that area, I, I don't know, everybody has a different take on it. You know, some people just overlook it. What do you mean? Like, they'll just like, you know, remember like those two girls that were walking down the street, you know, and then they just like kind of overlooked it. Oh, I said, yeah, yeah, I said, yeah. what do you think about Black Lives Matter? And they're like, gave me a peace symbol and they just walked away. They didn't even, even care. She looked at you like, ugh. Yeah, like, ugh. Oh my God. Like, yeah, what are you doing? Like, peace. Peace. Yeah, exactly. Some people just didn't give a shit about it, man. And it's just like. Yeah, you can definitely see who, yeah. who is there for the protests and who is there to just witness and kind of judge. That or two are just people in the resident of the area that just don't give a shit. Mm -hmm. All they care about is when are they going to get their Saint Laurent bag? You know <laughs> what I mean? Like that's all they give a shit about, you know? And yeah. while you and I are just like on ground zero. Yeah. Just trying to capture the, these moments. These moments. Yeah. And you know, what's funny too. And this is one, one, of, one of the things that I've seen. I would, I would have to say that I was one of the only people out there that had the most Instagram, most Instagram followers. You think? you think? I think so. I honestly think That's so. I had the a most bold statement to make. No, there was no celebrity out there. <laughs> there was no celebrity. Celebrities are quick to repost. So you're saying you're a celebrity? No, no, I'm not saying that. <laughs> what I'm saying is that a lot of the celebrities that repost these, okay, I'm using my platform to be a protester, but they're not. Actually they're not out actually there. out there, dude. Fuck that. You know what I mean? Like, dude, be out there. Like that shit pisses me the fuck off all the time. It's like when you see these. Fake ass, I don't want to say fake. There are celebrities, but they're so fake at the same time too. Do you think that they feel like they can't go out there because of their celebrity status? Because they would be put in danger? But that's the thing. We're all put in danger. I mean, me and you, 
we even talked about it that we are taking a huge risk when I mean, we were really really close to the police officers to the point where we were tear gassed so yeah it was pretty intense yeah but yeah so uh, on top of that too man um damn this is this is actually a pretty good podcast to get this off of our chest yeah i feel like i feel like a lot of people around the world are probably waking up with the same feelings too especially if you went to the protest like you're waking up with that kind of like wow what the fuck was that that was pretty intense yeah it was pretty intense it was pretty cool Mm -hmm. you know so i'm i'm looking forward to just resting today and uh Mm -hmm. just chilling out yeah me too awesome well Thank you for guys for listening and uh, let me know if you want Leslie back on the on on, on the next podcast. I, I think this is a good mix. I mean, I would say so. I think so. I think it'll be fun. I think it'll definitely be fun. Well, much love and respect to everybody out there. Thank you for tuning in and uh, we'll see you on the we'll see you on the next one. Bye guys. Bye.